Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for smart energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how smart energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Way's new anti-frizz cream provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours plus heat production up to 450 degrees. Okay, so I actually tried Way's new anti-frizz cream on live with my community, which is kind of risky, right, to try a new product on live. I put it on my hair, which as you guys know is level 9 million frizzy. And by the time I had got done finishing my glam, because I was doing glam on live, my hair was dry and I was shook to my core at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part, you know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through, that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code MEATINKS for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com promo code me tanks good morning guys what's up it's me tanks you're listening to it's me tanks live exclusively on radio andy channel 102 this is our weekly time to talk to each other with a live ask me anything i want to talk to all of you guys answer all of your questions so call me right now it's 844-305-ANDY that's 844-305-2639 You know, I talk a lot about how much I love therapy, and I do, and I do. I love it, and I think it's important, and there's no better message than when I get a DM from you guys saying, you know, you encourage me to go to therapy. I love it. But sometimes your therapist just hits you with the jugular because they don't lie to you, and that's why I like them. Yesterday, I'm on the phone with my therapist, and I'm like gabbing away, you know, like, you know, life is good, pretty happy, work's going great, I love my job, my friends are great, da-da-da. I just feel like I'm in a bit of a low mood, you know, and and my therapist just goes, and I've told you guys about low moods before, it's a very helpful reframing trick, which I love to do all the time, and she goes, you're not in a low mood, she just said, you're just, you uh, you just got finished telling me with how great things are, you just miss having a boyfriend. I was like, <laughs> Jenny! Jenny, that hit me right in the heart. And I think it hurt because it's true. So she just, um, 
she got me there. So um, that was painful, but it's fine. I am going on a bachelorette tomorrow, as I told you guys. Happens to be the hotel where my ex-boyfriend and I fell in love, but never mind. Never mind. It's going to be great. It's going to be absolutely great. I love a bachelorette. You know, I joke a lot about them, but I do I do love a bachelorette. I don't know all the girls going on this one, which is exciting because it's always fun to meet new girls. And the most important thing is that I'm excited to celebrate the bride, who is one of my nearest and dearest friends. And she's like... Listen, all bachelorettes are great, and I'm treading very lightly here, but when you get a little older, they start to skew more like everyone just relax and do what you want versus like a lot of the games and whatever. And there, there's a bachelorette for every stage of life, you know what I mean? But because we are a little older, it's just like a chill, you know, when you get the itinerary and it's like 8, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. free time by the pool. You're like, yes, yes. And then you have a ratchet dinner. And everything is beautiful. Uh, all right. I think we've got some lovely callers. Let's take Alexis. Hi, Alexis. How are you this morning? Hey, thanks. How's it going? It's good. How are you? I'm good. I am calling from your first, I think, town out of college, San Francisco. Oh, I'm in North Beach. Oh, my God. The best. North Beach, you said? I love North Beach. Yeah. So great. Oh. Okay. Extreme. It's steep incline currently. Oh my god! So sorry if it's loud. I remember those those inclines. That was like the rich mom walk to end all rich mom walks. You're like literally. There's some roads in San Francisco, you guys, if you've never been, where when you're walking up it, you feel like if you leaned backwards, you would literally roll down the hill. Like it's that intense the hills, but it's kind of a great butt workout. You know, it um, unfortunately is my way home. Oh, so <laughs> there is absolutely no avoiding it. Oh God! Well, at least at least a nice walk. At least you're stretching the legs. So first of all, um, I were my friend group and I are about like twenty six, twenty seven. Okay. And um, we are living, like I said, in North Beach, but um, everyone's sort of getting ready to move on and move out with their significant others and you know I've been thanks to lots of your podcasts sort of um trying to slow down time a bit and just like really cherish this last phase that we all have together so um if you had a bucket list before we all move out in like two months what would be on it oh my god like a San Francisco bucket list yeah and just like you know stuff to sort of commemorate the last time that we'll all be living together and yeah um yeah yeah oh my god okay wow this is taking me back to when I was 26 27 and we were about to move so the number one thing I would tell you to do is print out like an old school calendar like from Microsoft Word or whatever just print one out and so you have a physical calendar of the time you have left which sounds scary but it's actually so much better because then you really see all right we've got this many weekends we've got this many free days and literally fill in all the things you want to do because I promise you that will become one of your most treasured possessions because you can either take a picture of it or you can save it and you'll look back and be like oh my god we did all this stuff because another thing about slowing down time is like you forget stuff if you don't write it down or take pictures of it or take a video of it you really do forget like a lot of funny good experiences 
And that way you're also going to maximize your time. Because otherwise, if you don't plan something for a whole week, you're just kind of like, oh, time's going by, you're going to work, blah, blah, blah. And then you look up and you're like, shit, now we only have like a month left or what, what have you. So I would really recommend doing that and then getting together and making it like a fun activity and being like, okay, guys, let's make a list of all the things we want to do and slot them into days so that we don't waste any time. In terms of other things that I would say to do, oh my God, this is making me emotional. Well, me and my me and my friends actually had a garage sale, which sounds so random, but it was actually like one of the best days of my life outside of our old house because we were all moving and we had so much stuff and we didn't even know where to like post it. We I think we posted it on Craigslist. We were like, we're having an estate sale, I think we called it. And then all these people showed up and they were like, this is a garage sale. What are you talking about? You have like old top shop dresses. This is not an estate sale. We were like, oh my God, sorry. But one of the most hilarious days. So if you want to do that to get rid of junk, it's actually kind of fun and you can make a little extra money, give it to charity, whatever. Um, we went to Benihana as a big group right before we left, which is always kind of like a riot and like took those photos and did all that. And it was kind of fun. Uh, I would say a weekend going across the bridge, you know, doing a Sausalito hike, going to play that whatever the Barbachi or whatever that place is, um, doing one of those whole shebang weekends. And then I would just say. Uh, we also, we really went above and beyond. My roommates made like a book of our time. You know how you can make those books with like Apple and like Mm -hmm. send in your pictures. Like we literally made books. And then my other roommate made us a recipe book of like all the funny recipes that we made in our house because, you know, you probably have weird drinks that you make with your roommates or like you guys have a go-to dinner or whatever. And again, if I hadn't written, if that stuff wasn't written down, I would have forgotten it by now. So I think it is nice to make something physical too, just that you could look back on but depends on your level of sentimentality and you know appetite for that kind of stuff no I love that idea I think you know I'm just I am so happy for everyone and I know that they're going to do amazing things but god I'm just so I'm so nostalgic and so sad to give this time up um but I'm excited to see what everyone does so I think the I think creating something sentimental is like right up my alley. Yeah. And print the calendar. Just do it. It's, it sounds dorky, but then you can like love it. fill it in. That's what D- my best friend Brian and I did senior year. And it was just like it. we really got everything on our bucket list done that way because otherwise you can like get in denial a little bit and you're like, oh, we have time. We have time. And then all of a sudden like everyone's gone and you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? So it's good to just take control of it and, and know it, know the time you have left. No, I think that's a great idea. I'm already <laughs> counting down the weekends. Um, so I think filling it with fun stuff will help time not go yeah. so fast. So thank you so much. And it's funny how long it takes you to get to the Golden Gate Bridge, even though you live here forever. I know. I know. I know. Oh, God, I miss it so much. Give the Bay Area a big hug for me. It's truly such a special place in my heart. And um, you're a good friend. And I hope you have the best time during this next nostalgic. It's like... But the thing is, just one last thing is like, I know it's really painful when when it's like the splinter era and everyone's moving. I, I trust me, but I try to reframe it now. The shift in my mind is like, I'm sad because it was so amazing. And like, not everybody gets to have friends and experiences like that. So it's like, that's the shift is like, wow, I am so lucky that I'm sad because it means I loved this so much. And that's a really beautiful thing. No, absolutely. I think that is the perfect way to look at it. So thank you so much. Um, thank you. Thank so you for fun. calling. Yeah, so funny. Thank you. Enjoy, babe. You too. Bye. What a cutie. Oh, my God. 
I miss it so much. I was just texting my San Francisco roommate um, last night, Casey, and talking to her about how much I miss her. And like, I just remember I would always go to the Equinox. Is there still an Equinox on Union Street? That was like where all the hot people went. I went for like a month and then I stopped, but it was fun while it lasted. Oh, God. If you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially now as the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite luxe home blanket. And while many have attempted to duplicate their blankets, robes, and more, Barefoot Dreams fabrication and quality cannot be replicated. So don't believe the dupes. So guys, do you remember back in like 2020, I made a viral TikTok about how much I love Barefoot Dreams because I am truly so obsessed with these blankets. I have one in every room of my house, no word of a lie, and also the socks. When I tell you that I cannot sleep if I don't have Barefoot Dream socks on, that is the truth, okay? For It's Me Tinks listeners, you can get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code TINKS15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dream's soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and Book of the Month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. So important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool, or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry, and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year, and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop and you know this girl loves efficiency right so my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place what a relief right and I know about Zola because I've bought so many gifts on registries via Zola and I just love how easy it is to send gifts keep everything organized everything is like done for you and we absolutely love that start planning at Zola.com that's Z-O-L-A dot com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's 
endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel 1 million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. Let's talk to Jordan. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Hello. Hi. Hi, Jordan. It's Tinks. Hi. Um, So funny. I called you a year ago, almost the day on your first live show, I think. Oh, my God. Um, And I asked for London trip uh, solo non-negotiables. I love that. And I'm calling in again because a week from this Friday, I'm going on a London trip with all of my girls and I want to get your non-negotiables for that. You're going to London on a girls' trip. On a girls' trip, celebrating oh two birthdays. God. Girls' reign that... from 25 to 27. Um, so fun trip. That is so fun. Oh my gosh! I what? What can I tell you to go? Okay. Well, first of all, I just went to this restaurant called Gold. Uh, which I hadn't been to before, and it's literally beyond. So I would definitely go there. I'm, like, trying to pull up my London list. What else do I love? I mean, if you can get a reservation at Gymkhana, you know that's, like, my favorite restaurant. It's Indian mm-hmm. food. It's amazing. I would definitely take the girls and walk to Borough Market on a Friday morning and just get, like, so much food at the stalls. They have, like, incredible food stalls that's been there for, like, hundreds of years, and you can see Southern Cathedral while you're down there. I would book a play. Um, actually my parents just saw a good play this week. I will actually find out the name of it and then I will put it, post it on my Instagram story for you because they, they were both saying how good it was, but it's always fun to go to the West end when you're in London. I would book also a big breakfast at the Wolseley, which is an amazing Mm -hmm. place to get a fry up. You can get a traditional English fry up and it feels very, it's in a gray area. You can get breakfast there and then I would walk to the Royal Academy and see, uh, just see some art, soak it all in. The Royal Academy is absolutely beautiful. And then after that, I would walk across the street to Fortnum and Mason and I would do a champagne tasting in their basement. They have like a cool little bar area where you can do a wine tasting or champagne tasting. It's really cute. Wow. That was a good morning. That was on the fly. I should be a travel agent. That was not, that, that was not bad. Um, where else can I tell you to go? <clears throat> I would go to the Ivy. Um, the Ivy and Marlebone is a, another really great place to just get a breakfast, a really cute breakfast for you and your girls. 
where else can I tell you to go? You could walk through Hampstead. That's a cute area, which a lot of people who are visiting London don't go to because it's more neighborhoody, but it's very cute and it's very old. And then you could go to the pub at the top of Hampstead High Street. That's always a cute experience. Uh, what what What's your guys' vibe? Are you more in the foodies? Are you more wanted, wanting to do cultural things? Are you more wanting to party? What, what do you feel like the vibe of the trip is? So I think it's a mix. We're going to work a little bit of the trip. It's funny. So the first, I, I mentioned um, two birthdays. So the two birthday girls are running a half marathon on the Sunday that we get there. Oh, my God. And then from, from that, I know, insane. From that, we're doing Magic Mike, like the matinee show, which is insane. Wait, and then insane. a Sunday roast. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Wait, you don't need my help. That's literally a perfect day. That's beyond. And I love the mention of the show. So I'm going with my girls and then my mom's meeting me. And we already have tickets to Les Mis. So really excited oh for that. Amazing. You literally, uh, I mean, you don't need my help. That all sounds fantastic. I would go to the Tate Modern with your mom. I went with my mom last time I was there. And it's just such a fun art museum to go into. It's so vast and it's there's so much cool things to see in there so I would definitely go to the Tate Modern with your mom um <clears throat> the Punch Bowl is a really good pub the Audley is a really good pub I really do need to make a condensed London list this is silly this is silly I really need this is my kick in the ass to get to get on it because I need to but <laughs> it's, it's, it's out last time so yeah. I need more refresh exactly um uh. but it sounds like you have loads of good stuff planned so I I can't wait for your trip. I'm so excited for you. That's so fun. You're going with your mom and your friends. That's my dream. Um, yeah, those girls are amazing for running a half marathon on their birthday. That is not what I do on my I birthday. I know. I love that. For they're them. insane. It's the Aries energy, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's true. We're in Aries season. Of course, they're running a half marathon on their birthday. That's actually iconic, but good for them. Um, all right, my dear. Well, but thank you so much for the Rex. Um, and I was laughing at your story. Um, New York's been stunning. So come back to New York. The weather's much better. Uh, literally, it's been gorgeous. All of my friends in New York are like, we're having wine outside. And I'm like, cool, there's a flood on my street. So I'm thank God I'm coming to New York on Sunday. I can't wait to be there. I can't wait to feel the, the New York energy. And thank you for calling again. It means a lot that you've been a, a longtime listener. Um, that really means a lot. And I appreciate it. So thank you. Of course. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have Thanks a great trip. Bye, babe. What a cutie. I need to. I am in denial about the way that I give you guys recommendations. And everyone is like, just get on blah, blah. And, and like with my books, you guys are always like, do good reads and get this app. I don't need any more apps on my phone. Okay, let me tell you that right now, guys. I got to be honest with you. My phone is already DEFCON 5. Like I look at it and I'm my cortisol spikes. I don't need any extra apps. I am old school, okay? I like to do it in my notes app and then post it so you can screenshot it. And I know that is the modern day equivalent of like taking a block of stone and like etching something into it. I get that, but I just, I can't, I don't know. I don't want any more apps to recommend stuff. And you guys are like, do a Google guide or like an Instagram guide. A what? A what? I can barely work my phone as it is, but I, I know I really got to organize the recs because they're all over the place. I have highlights. They're on my highlights, sort of. Okay, let's talk to Ashley. <laughs> Hi, Ashley. Hi, thanks. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What's going on? Good. Okay. So this is a pretty interesting story, okay. but so I was engaged a year and a half ago and when I was 24 and yeah. I called off the wedding 
Okay. Three weeks before my bridal shower because it was just not it. I wasn't happy. He was not it for me. Okay. And yeah, so that was that. Okay. So now I've been single now for a year and I just went on my first date finally on Friday, this Friday. Okay. So I had a mutual family friend of him and and myself. So she came up to me and she wanted to send me up with him. So he, we followed each other on Instagram, and a week later was my birthday. So he messaged me, happy birthday, and we started speaking like that. And then a week in, he asked me for my number, and we spoke for two weeks total before he asked me out to dinner. Okay. So, and he's from Philly, and I'm from New York. Okay. So we met in the city, and we had dinner, and it was great in my opinion. I made a comment about wanting to see, like, the movie Creed, and he, like, offered to go and see it that night. But I was like, eh, I was like, maybe, like, not, like, too fast. I was like, let's just wait. Yeah. So, and then, so we we finished eating. We literally were the last people in the freaking restaurant. And then we were like, let's just walk around. So we walked around the city, and he held my hand, and we were talking, and then he pulled me in for a kiss. So I went with it. I usually don't do that on the first day, but I was like, whatever, it's fine. And so now I'm 25 and he's 33. So keep that in mind. Okay. And then, so I drove into the city. So, and he was staying in a hotel because he's from Philly. So he stayed in a hotel overnight. And then when I dropped him off to the hotel, so we hooked up a little bit in the car and that was it. And then he mentioned a second date to go and see the movie Creed. But the only thing is, we met when, since we met on Friday, he was leaving that Sunday to go to London. Okay. And then he was going, he was going to be away for two weeks on a bachelor trip. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he texted me to make sure I got home safely and I answered. And then he texted me the next day in the morning because I mentioned I was going to a brunch with my friends for her birthday. And he was like, good morning. I hope you have a fun time at the brunch. And he told me he was going to have lunch with his family. So I just said, thank you so much. Like, I hope you have a great time with your family. And then hours later, he hearted it. And then he didn't answer for the rest of the day. And then 10 minutes after he hearted the message, like I had posted a story at the brunch and he hearted the story on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then I left it. He didn't text me on Sunday, and then he just texted me this Monday, which means he was in London when he did it, and he just wrote, like, good morning, like, I hope you have a great start to your week, and I wrote back, thank you, like, I wrote back, good morning, thank you, I hope you have as well, but I want to know, like, what you think about it, because, like, my, I, the only way I'm comparing it is to, like, I always believe in if he wanted to, he would, and if he wants to text and he was interested, he will, because, my ex was also 33, and, like, when we went on our first day, like, he was constantly texting me, constantly showed interest, constantly, like, all of this. But this guy isn't, like, he's more quantity versus quality. So, like, he would answer, like, let's say, like, give or take, like, between three to eight hours. Right. But his message would be, like, a paragraph, and it would be, like, updating, and the conversation would be lively. So, like, now I just don't know what to think. Right. Wait, so... Let me get, wait. First of all, I want to say I'm proud of you for breaking off your engagement because you knew it wasn't the right one. That Thank takes a you. lot of courage, and I just think that that's badass, and I'm very proud of you. Secondly, I need Thank to clarify: you. was this last Sunday, as in like, as in this most recent Sunday that you he left, or yes, okay, yes. and and this so Sunday. and so since the texts on Monday, the good morning ones, have you guys been chatting? No, so but he's been posting on Instagram like stories in London. Okay. So he texted me on Monday and I answered, and then that was it. Yeah. 
It's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. And I think that right now we have to have a we'll see mentality. And essentially that means like, you know, it's tricky timing. Going away for two weeks after a first date is tough. I, I'm generally in your camp in terms of, you know, if a guy likes you, he will be texting you quite frequently and just chatting away. But, you know, there's a chance that he just feels like, I don't know, that it's kind of weird to text all the time, given you're not going to see each other for two weeks and what have you. I would really, even though it's difficult, I would just have a we'll see mentality as in we'll see. We'll see. You don't know. You just don't know. So there's no point in driving yourself crazy. And I wouldn't overanalyze the texting because he's probably not overanalyzing the texting. The test will be whether when he comes back, he's like, hey, like I'm back. Let's go see Creed. Like that will be the test I, to me. I think texting can be a little weird, you know, especially in the beginning to get the cadence right. You know, everybody texts differently. I, you know, I think he should be texting you a little bit, like keeping the ball in the air if he does like you. But yeah. again, just take note of how you feel and then see. You've just got to see. But I wouldn't like put all your eggs in one basket. Like if another guy asked you on a date, I would absolutely go, essentially. Yeah. And what else do you think about? Like I see him liking other girls' pictures and like he followed like two girls like oh, the next does. day like after the date. Like he does like other girls' pictures. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean he, like, what? Like, models or girls that you know? More so, like, I have no idea who they are. So, like, I'm more so I think there are models. And, like, I guess some are, like, our regular girls, I would say, like, that he follows. Okay. But I saw my, that and I was just like, eh. My take on that, I'm sorry if this sounds harsh to anyone's boyfriend, but, like, if a guy is liking other girls' pics, it doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't like you. It just means he's a loser. Like, I, I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. <laughs> like, if you as an adult man are liking girls' pics who you, like, don't know or whatever, and, like, that's, like, your thing to follow hot girls on Instagram, you're a loser. Um, I just, I don't know. That's my opinion. Doesn't mean it's true, but that's my take on it. So that gives me pause more just like, why is he following random girls and liking their pictures? Like, did he meet them? Like, I don't get it. It's just kind of like, what's your problem? So I don't know. Listen, have a will see mentality. In the early stages of dating, you are a scientist. You are a data collector. Okay. You are simply gathering data and seeing how it makes you feel. You don't have to make a decision yet. You don't have to make any proclamations. Gather that data and then... We'll see mentality. We'll see. Yeah. I feel like I'm so like comparing it to like my ex because in the sense of like it was so good in the beginning. So I'm like, wait, like I thought the date was good. Like you kissed me. You were telling me about date number two. You were like this. You were like, like, I feel like it was just so good. So and then I got my hopes up. So now I'm like, shoot, like did I should I'm like, I need to relax. Like this is tricky because he's going away for two weeks. And I'm like, do, do I react that he's posting and he's not texting and like the texting is like here and there and I'm like, maybe he's not a texter, but I'm like, I don't want to make excuses. Yeah. Don't make excuses. Like, Am I expecting too much? No, you're not expecting too much, but also listen, like this is your first date back after a year. This yeah. is also your first date back since you broke off your engagement. Like it's understandable that you're a little, uh, you know, uneasy on your feet you're getting your bearings back go easy on yourself but just I would say like for you as aside from this guy my advice would be like don't look at everything as a zero-sum game do not compare everything to your ex because people are not your ex and like no two guys are the same and 
exactly. comparison is the thief of joy. So just try to stay in the moment and be like, how is this guy making me feel? Yeah. No, you're so right. Because my biggest fear is like them liking me and then them not liking you back. And then you're like, shit, well, there goes that. <laughs> and then you're disappointed. Yeah. Stay out of your head. Stay into your stay in your body and in your feelings and just see and just see how the this this guy makes you feel. We'll see mentality. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. You are amazing. You're welcome. I love you so much. And again, I'm really, really Thank proud of you, you for um, love advocating you. Thank for your happiness. You. And have fun. Dating is supposed to be fun. Okay. Thank you. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye. What a cutie. That's so sweet. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I wonder. I'm serious about the liking pics. If you're a grown man, why are you Why are you liking pics? It's so embarrassing. Uh, let's talk to Christina. Hi, Christina. How are you? I love your name. <laughs> oh, hi. Good morning. Can you hear me? I can. I can. What's going on? Okay. Wow. Hi. Okay. Good morning from another Christina in LA. So, you know, not far, but probably not close either. <laughs> um, hi, hi. What's going on? Um, okay. So um, divine intervention that this happened. I have a question for you. It's kind of about a delicate and complicated family situation. Okay. Um, so I'm from a small, small tight knit family. I have a brother and parents and like that's kind of it. And my brother and my mom are super similar and can be pretty, like, hot-headed. Okay. And they just, like, communicate that way, and it works for them. It's stressful to me, but, like, mm-hmm. it's my whole life. And, like, I've kind of played the peacekeeper since, like, a kid. And it's kind of come to a head recently because my brother is getting engaged, which is lovely for him. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom is kind of struggling with, like, their communication as that's happening, And I'm really hearing it from both sides. Like, I'll get texts from my brother, like, she said this to me, and it was really hurtful. And I just want her to, like, be supportive and get along. And then I'll get texts from my mom being like, he's really, you know, such and such. Like, he's not being respectful, and it's hurtful. And it's very much, like, caught in the middle. And it's come to a bit of a head because they're, like, planning an engagement party for the actual proposal, which is again, lovely, should be like a happy, lovely time. And it's like become a conflict of planning because it always is with them. And he wants to have it at her home and it's lovely and it's nice, but they're just not going about it the right way. And I don't know how to help. And it feels like each person wants me to be like supportive and like solve the issue and just like listen to their concerns. Yeah. But I don't know how to like set the right, boundaries because it's starting to just wear on me and like take away from what should be like two independent loving relationships because we all love each other and it's great otherwise but it's just kind of like a hard time and I don't know how to do that with a kind of gentle touch (laughs) and also like supporting both of them independently and it's really just kind of come up last night so I was like I'm gonna call him to take supporting because I've done my walk I've thought it through and I still just don't know how to take the next step in like a nice way of like please leave me out of it but I love you (laughs) yeah well I'm glad you said that at the end because I genuinely think that's my advice which some people might disagree with but I think you've got to protect yourself and the thing is if you called me and said listen I'm in the middle but like I'm the only person who can make them see eye to eye I'd be like okay well then you know maybe keep trying but the thing is when two people have such different communication styles and 
you're not it's your presence isn't aiding in communicating what is the point the only thing that's happening now is that you're being dragged into this and you feel awful and now you're somehow a part of it my advice would honestly be to take a step back and and I would tell them in a really loving way I would pull each of them aside separately and say I love you more than anything and I want you to get along with you know mom or you know your son or whatever but I just I need to take a step back because I'm not helping and and this is affecting our relationship now. So now there's three of us in the thick of it. And that doesn't help anybody. And I would take a step back. Listen, I, are you the oldest? No, I'm the middle, but or I'm the tr- younger. Sorry, there's no okay. other. I'm the younger, but. Um, but you're but the I only daughter. So it's like, like I have become, I've yeah. become kind of. Yeah, we're very close. Let's just say that we're like a year yeah. different. So yeah. it's not much. So yeah. it's like you're the only daughter and it's like everybody always wants the only daughter to be the problem solver like that's just a fact like that you are you know you're the glue that holds everything together and everyone's looking to you to be like make it nice like figure it out but you can't fix other people's relationships trust me I have fucking tried and it is a hard (laughs) pill to swallow especially if you are the type of person who is a people pleaser and wants to be wants everything to be nice and wants people to get along and can't understand why people fight about stupid shit totally but you can't fix other people's relationships you're not dr phil okay you're just not yeah and you it took me a long ass time to realize like actually other people's problems even if they're in my own freaking family not my monkeys not my circus and it's so hard because you're like but i'm their their sister and their daughter like i should be able to fix this you can't it's up to them and like you said they're adults they are adults like they are full full fledged adults so it's up to them and honestly, you will be better off for it and they will be better off for it if you just take a step back. Listen, if they want to come to you and bitch a little bit and vent, fine. Don't get involved. Seriously. You can't fix it. Yeah. Let them do their thing. Be a sounding board of voice of reason when you can and just enforce those healthy boundaries. Loving detachment. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's needed. And I've actually, I've tried to do that with my mom about the same issue. And it's just like, we're so close and we hang out and we do girls weekends and it just always comes up. And I know she like knows it. It's just like her mind just runs and we're more like friends now. So she's just kind of venting. And I guess I'm nervous of having that conversation with her because of that dynamic. Because if it was a friend, I'd be like, yeah, chill. Tell me about your annoying brother. Right. But it's not. And I guess I'm just nervous of her feeling like I don't want to make her feel badly, but that's probably yeah. just part of my internal problem. So. But yeah. I get it. And I've had to do this with my mom at different stages in my life. Like I, I have, I've had to do it with my, my brother too. Like when I was in my twenties, I had to take a stand and be like, mom, I, I love you, but I don't want to talk about my brother anymore. Like they, she just was spinning. Yeah. And then it was like, she was talking to me about it so much that it just created an issue for me. And I, and it was hard at first. Cause it's like, you know, moms and daughters sometimes we're so close. I get that. I'm so close with my mom too. And the first time that I said that to her, I felt like I was doing something bad or hurting her feelings or cutting her off or whatever. But honestly, right. I, from the other side, like it made our relationship so much stronger because you're not a parent. It's your brother and you're not, you're, and I know this is you're her best friend, but you're actually not her friend. You're her daughter. And there is a line there. So it will really, really help your relationship if you're just like, ah, oh, mom, 
uh, listen, I'm sorry that's on your mind. I don't want to talk about it. Can we talk about something else? Just say it like that. It doesn't have to be a big like big to do about it. Just say it like that. Squeeze, yeah. squeeze her hand and say, I, 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 I can't, I can't do that anymore. I, I got it. I got to just set this boundary, and she'll understand. It might okay. be tough the first time, but it will. Well, ultimately, and you know, the good thing about doing this is like sometimes when you do that, it kind of shakes the other two people because they're like, whoa, now Christina doesn't even want to talk to us about this. Maybe we are being silly. Like sometimes it kind of is the reality check that that family members need to be like, wow, I'm this is like getting out of control. I got to rein it in a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Um, we'll see. Okay. All right. I'm bringing it. I'm breathing a big sigh. <laughs> like, yes. Unclench your jaw. Breathe a big sigh. I'm sorry yeah. you're going through this at a time which should be like really joyous for your family. But I mean, boundaries are the key to happiness in life. So try to enforce them and protect yourself. It's like putting on your mask first on the airplane and you know, it will be okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much, Tanks. Hope you um, survive the hurricane we're living through currently. Thank you. Thank you. I'm thinking of you. Bye, babe. Thanks for calling. Oh, what a cutie. Yeah, boundaries. Boundaries with family, so tough to enforce. But once you do, you're like, why didn't I do this sooner? This feels amazing. And then your relationships get way stronger with your family. I literally boundaried my way into good relationships with my family. It's it's quite miraculous. It's, it's so simple. Like, Riddle me this. Why don't they teach boundaries in school? Why don't they teach that? That's, I could have used a, a class on boundaries more than I ever needed to know how to find a fucking right angle. You know, I don't know, whatever. That's me still having un, unresolved anger towards math class. So let's move on. Let's talk to Lacey. Hi, Lacey. How are you? Hello. Do we have Lacey? Thanks. Hi. What's up? Hi. Oh, my God. So good to hear your voice in real time. How are you? Likewise. What's going on? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Thanks so much. Um, before I just wanted to share a quick story um, that you and your followers, I really think will benefit from. But before I say that, um, I lived in San Francisco in the marina with my best friends for three years. It was the best time of my Aww. life. So every time you reference the marina in San Francisco, it just brings me so much joy because yes. I feel the exact same way. And it was such an amazing experience. Um, okay, not why I'm calling. So I'm calling <laughs> because I actually just went through a breakup. So Aww. for a little bit of context, I was Sorry. dating. It's okay. I was dating my boyfriend for four years. We actually met in San Francisco. And then we moved from San Francisco to Austin, Texas during the pandemic. Okay. You know, obviously remote life, all yeah. of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so while we were living in Austin, um, this was about like a year ago, I was going through some doubt, you know, like we've been dating for four years. He was talking about wanting to buy a house, get engaged, you know, settle in Austin, Texas. And Mm -hmm. the thought of it was just giving me anxiety. And I never knew that I wasn't super, I, I mean, I was always so happy with him, but the thought of him speaking about that next stage, which I know you always reference, and it was like not bringing me joy or excitement. I was like, oh, this is like a little bit of a red flag. Yeah. So essentially, I leaned into that. I was in therapy, you know, doing all the work and really trying to decide like, hey, like, is this my person, right? Like, is this the person I want to spend the rest of my life with? And during this time, like I said, it was about a year ago where I was going through doubts. I would listen to your podcast religiously and literally like every time someone would call in with like a similar situation I would you know listen to it four times I was googling you know when to break up with your boyfriend when to know like when someone's not the one yeah like so bad 
But I just wanted to share this because I'm on the other side of it. I ended the relationship back in September, which was like the hardest thing I had to do. You know, yeah. we had a dog together. I had to oh. literally pack up my stuff God. and move from Austin, Texas to Miami, which is where I'm from. So it was awful. But I just wanted to say, like, anyone who has those doubts in a relationship, listen to them, you know, because I think so many times we say, you know, don't settle and that could also be for yourself, right? Yeah. Like, don't settle for guys that treat you like crap. But hey, even and, and my boyfriend, he treated me like amazing. You know, yeah. I was yep. I was his everything. But it goes for the other side. Don't settle if he doesn't do it for you anymore. If you're having any types of doubts, listen to that and lean into it. I'm not saying to break up with your boyfriend if you're having any doubts at all. That's not what I'm saying. But no, I know. It's so important. It's so important to just lean in and. I want to say like I'm on the other side and I'm ha like the happiest person I've ever been. And yeah. I just really wanted to share that message because it was just, oh. you know, something that I hear time and time again. So if Lizzie, that motivates anyone to you you know, do sharing. what's best for them. <laughs> I love that. You're yeah. so sweet to share and thank you. And I know exactly what you mean. You know, you know, you're not saying, Oh, if you just one day you have a, you hate your boyfriend randomly, don't break up with him. Like, obviously you're not saying that, but I think your message is right. so important because, you know yes it's 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 more clear cut in our minds when a guy is awful and toxic to us yes then you know you must not settle for him but the harder thing is often when he's amazing but it's just not goo goo gaga and everybody right. deserves goo goo gaga everybody deserves to have their nipples get hard when the guy says hey I want to buy a house and get engaged in Austin Texas like if he's your guy that should make you feel like you just took Molly okay but if it doesn't then he's not your guy and that's can be scary but I'm just so glad you called and shared this because it's inspiring. Thank you. It's really good. And I'm just so, so proud of you. That is a hard fucking thing to leave a relationship for that long when, you know, the guy wants to get engaged because it's like we have all this pressure, right? Our whole lives, we're like the media, everything, society's like the the goal is to get married and that's what you need to be happy. And then all of a sudden we get to our like 20s and 30s and we're like, wait a second, wait a second. I want more than just a ring. I want happiness. I want to feel seen. Yeah. I want to feel excited. I want to feel fulfilled. I want to feel uh, totally loved and supported. And I, and I want to feel amazing every day in my relationship. And that's the goal is to feel happy, not just to get married. It's to feel happy right. and then to find someone who makes you even happier. So I couldn't right. be more inspired by your story. And I just, again, appreciate you so much sharing right. it with everybody because I think not often do we have people be like, yeah, it was, it sucked, but it was the right decision and I'm better for it. So I just, I can't yep. thank you enough for, for sharing this. Yes. And I'm just so, so proud of you. Oh. oh, thank you. Thank you so much. You inspired me. And just on the last note, I want to share that I have reconnected with someone who I've known since high school. We've known each other since oh we were 15 and he's the love of my life. Oh and, my God. You know, all of a sudden, <laughs> everything that happened makes sense, you know, yep. because everything that I was missing and wanting to feel with my ex-boyfriend, I feel with him. And so, yeah, I just wanted to share that with uh, all your followers <laughs> and love you so much. I love you too. And that's so true as well. You know, sometimes things, ha everything happens for a reason. And sometimes you don't know it in the moment, right? Sometimes you're like, why the fuck is this happening to me? And then you look back and you're like, oh, that's why I had to go through that really yep. shitty breakup. Or that's why I had to do that really hard thing so that I could get to this. And the last thing that I'll say is like to everybody out there, that's what I mean when I say 
someday you will meet someone that makes it you understand why everything else like was not it and that's the most amazing feeling and everybody can have that feeling like if you're out there and you're thinking well tanks that would never happen to me it can and it will you it will absolutely like I have no doubt in my mind so Lacey I love you and I'm so happy for you and thank you for calling and sharing your story with us that means the world Thank you, thanks. You're the best. Love you. Love you. Have a great day. You too. Bye, babe. Wow, what a cutie. I absolutely love that. It's it can be so hard to, it can be so hard to to leave a a surefire thing, right? Because we're risk averse humans, and especially us women, if we're in scarcity mindset, we think, ooh, yeah, but I could get married and just like I could be done. But that's not the goal. The goal is to be happy. The goal is for you to feel amazing and good, and everything else will fall into place. So. I just, what a cutie. Thanks to Lacey for calling and sharing that with us. Okay. The podcast on Friday is about big dick energy and what it is, who has it. And essentially I read out the dictionary definition and by dictionary, I mean urban dictionary definition of BDE. And because I was shocked when I posted on Instagram the other day, a lot of people were like, wait, what's BDE? And I was like, oh, okay, I guess we need to talk about this. But in the definition, it was like, oh, Harry Styles has it. I know I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, but do you think that Harry Styles has BDE? The other people they listed were like Idris Elba, Kate Blanchett, Rihanna. Like, I don't know. I'm just posing the question. Lauren, uh, my assistant, is like the biggest Harry stan. She's going to absolutely scream at me for this. Um, I, I Obviously, Harry is an icon. I'm not doubting that. Obviously, he's an icon. I don't know if he has like BDE. I don't know. Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Let me know somewhere. Okay, let's talk to Kate. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hi, Tanks. How are you? I'm so I'm, happy to be on. I'm good. Thank you so much for calling. What's going on? Yeah, so I know you talk about this a lot, but I wanted to call in and kind of just get your advice on the pressures of feeling like you have to be dating Ooh. or like, yeah, you know, like in the, yeah, I guess that's kind of, yeah, what I wanted to chat through and, and also feeling like, that's the expectation because I'm 24. So I feel like. Yeah. You, you so feel like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take this in two parts. First of all, um, your 20s is a mismarketed decade. And there's a lot of falsehood in how 20s are represented in the media. And I think that oftentimes your 20s are just a time when you're like working really hard, which isn't like a sexy or fun thought. But sometimes your your 20s are just like a whirlwind of working your ass off at a job you're not sure if you're really like and you don't really know how to do. And then like on the weekends having fun with your friends. And that's okay. And if you don't feel like dating, if that doesn't fit into your life right now, that is more than okay. Just because everyone is like, oh, like date, you know, you in your 20s should be like date, date, date. Like who cares? Like I actually remember feeling that way too. I remember graduating and going and moving to San Francisco and being like, well, now I am Carrie Bradshaw and I will probably go on a date every single night because that's what grownups do. <laughs> but it's like, that's not actually true. Like you're still so, so, so young. Uh, and if you don't feel like it, like with anything in life, if you don't feel like it, don't you don't have to do it and the second thing is like just more in general age aside dating should totally be something you do when you're in the mood too now if having a boyfriend or partner or whatever is something that you really really want yes you need to like put yourself out there but if you're happy 
being single, which by the way, I think is great. And I'm, I'm happy being single a lot of the time. Um, why should you put pressure on yourself? Why? I mean, it's, it's really crazy. Like if you're enjoying your life, then enjoy it. You shouldn't feel guilty at all for not wanting to date. Yeah, definitely. And I think that wanting to, I guess just wanting to follow the same track as what my friends are doing. I know I live with two people who have, they both have boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know, I guess it kind of feels like my options are to go on random dates with people, which is fine, fun to meet people, of course, or it could be casual with someone, but I'm not just, I'm just not in a place to look for something serious. Yeah. Um, And I think that puts me in an interesting spot. I think it puts you in a great spot. It's in a very rare spot and I'm proud of you and I think it's amazing. And I think it's like when you're in that vibe of not wanting anything serious, like it's the most unbelievable feeling. Like if you could bottle that feeling and sell it, you'd be a millionaire. So just enjoy it while you have it because you know why? It's because it means you're going to be very decisive about who you spend your time with, right? So it's like if you meet someone amazing randomly, you're going to spend time with them. But if they're not amazing, you're like, okay, no, not for me. I don't care. Like that's, that's not, that's not what I want to do, which is an amazing place to be. So I think, you know, why feel pressure and you don't need to be doing the same things that your friends are doing. Like this is just the beginning, but that's only going to increase. So if you can maintain that sense of stability within yourself and listening to your inner voice and what you want and honoring what she wants, your inner self, then that's amazing. And that's going to serve you so, so well throughout your life. So yeah, I don't know. Wait, where do you live? Do you live in a city or? uh... Yeah, so I live in New York City, which I think kind of adds to me feeling pressure to go on dates because obviously I'm in New York. I can go on dates with tons of people if I wanted to, or if I, you know, and I guess maybe there's also some contention there for me when it comes to dating and knowing that I'm not in a place to kind of, go on a date and expect, you know, that I'm looking for a relationship uh, at some point, you know, I mean, and I am at some point, I guess that's also goes back to some things that you've said before, where it's like going on a date doesn't mean anything. It's just a date. You're just meeting someone. So, right. Yeah. And it's like, if, if you, if you get the urge, you know, if you're like, I'm in the mood to meet someone, that's okay. You're not, I mean, I think it's very honest and noble of you to be like, well, I'm not really looking for something. So why would I go on a date? But like, let me just tell you right now, no guys have that attitude. So if you feel like going on a random date one day, girlfriend, go for it. Um, but it's like, it can just be to meet someone. It can just be to go to a new restaurant you want to try. You live in the most exciting city in the world. Like it's fun to just meet someone and go get a drink and like see what they have to say. And it doesn't have to be a zero sum game. And I'm, I'm just so glad to hear you have this attitude because it's like, it's freeing. It just means you don't have to make any proclamations. You don't have to say, I'm not dating for the next six months or I'm not looking for anything serious. You can just literally listen to your heart and be like, this week, I feel like having fun with my friends or this week, I actually feel like going on hinge and like seeing a cute guy and going to have a drink with him because there's a bar in a neighborhood that I don't know very well. And I want to go check it out with someone new. Like you do you and every date is an experience. It's just meeting someone. It's not good or bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I, and I like what you said about taking it, you know, either week by week or whatever, day by day even, because I think that will help with kind of just my expectations and also not feeling like I owe anyone anything if I'm going on a date or, or whatever it is. Exactly. Day by day, we're all constantly changing and evolving. So we should we should act more like that. But it's, yeah. I, yeah. 
Well, this is helpful. It's always good to hear someone else kind of tell you that. Thank you. Thank if you're not, I, I get it. No, you know? I know. I know. I get it. And, and I just go have fun. You're so, you're at such an exciting age and soak it all in, make memories with your friends and, and listen to your heart because she knows best. I appreciate that. And I love you. Thanks. Your podcast is awesome. I know everyone says it, but it truly has been transformational for me and my roommate. Oh, thank you for saying that. I appreciate you guys listening. Tell them all hi from me. I love you. Go have fun. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, to be 24 in New York again. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I just love that. And I love her attitude. Oh, that's so fun. By the way, I didn't want to say this to her, but she's definitely going to get a boyfriend in like two weeks. Whenever you have that attitude for real is when you meet the most amazing people. I swear to God. Okay, guys, that was our show. It was wonderful. I hope you loved. I hoped it was good for you because it was good for me. I will be back on Friday with an entire episode about big dick energy. So have a listen. Tell me what you think. Tell me who you think has big dick energy. Maybe you even have big dick energy. Uh, and don't forget to pre-order my book where there's lots more talk of big dick energy. If you want to leave a voicemail, it's 866-993-8267. I will see you all on Friday. Love you. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.